Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to this episode of We Say Things, episode 44. My name is Sunshine Joe by Cinder. This episode is sponsored by absolutely nobody, but we're going to get to that very shortly. Cinder, how are you doing? You look so awake right now. My goodness, you look fresh and ready Thank you. for another it podcast. Is so much better than 10 minutes ago, let me tell you. 10 minutes ago, I looked like I was actually not even awake, I think. It was like... It was like those movie scenes where they put sticks in your eyes to keep them open, right? That's where that's the tier I was at ten minutes ago. Did but you now, say sticks? Yeah. Don't, well, I thought it was tape. Well, you Just can do it with tape. tape. You can also do it with like these little. Oh, okay. I think I've seen those. Right? Yeah. I think that's the way they do it in anyway. Europe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't have tape here. It, no. The technology hasn't arrived well, yet. There's I've a heard shortage, a lot of good shortage, stories about it. Uh, there's a shortage of tape in Europe. Shortage of toilet yeah. paper in the U.S. Mm, yeah. We could trade. Yeah, I saw um, I saw a uh, a clip on some news station about an American guy who bought eighteen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer mm-hmm. and tried to sell it on Amazon, and Amazon blocked him, and now he's yep. stuck with eighteen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer he can't sell. Good riddance. I feel so sorry for that guy. Imagine you invest so much money into that, and then you just don't have a market. That's just really unlucky, man. I hope, unlucky. I hope his next investment goes better. I'll be cheering for him. <laughs> yes, um, the next pandemic that uh, takes over the world. Uh, we hope he publicly, that he can make money off of it. He publicly donate them. Somebody is saying that he donated them, and another person is saying he was forced to donate them. Yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds more likely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, both are correct. He did donate them, even if he got forced to, but it just I mean, doesn't sound on, as good. Not to get into this, but on some level, I mean, I would never do anything like this, but I can understand to an extreme the capitalistic nature of the country kind of gets to people sometimes, you know? And that's I mean, taking cor- it to an extreme. Of course it's in the States. Can I just say that? Of course. Yes, of Thank course. Thank you. Okay, let's move Okay, on. so let's get started. Before we talk about coronavirus for the next hour and a half, um, we have unfortunately some bad news that... Uh, <laughs> It's a lot of bad news on this episode. <laughs> Before we talk uh, coronavirus, we have some bad news, guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> this so, is the real shit right here. Unfortunately, unfortunately, my friends, A to Z, we're canceling it. Uh, it has been so rough to get. It's not only just the queue time. I could get over the queue time, like 25 to 30 minutes. Once we find a game, the skill level discrepancy is not even remotely close. And the games themselves are like genuinely miserable. Like I am, like if I'm not having fun doing content, it in my opinion is not worth doing. So that is uh, mega canceled because we had to repeat a bunch <laughs> of games as well, and it just didn't feel very. I don't know. I mean, some of the games were good, but legitimate. Like, would you say eighty percent of the games were absolute utter garbage, Cinderin? Is that a, a fair assessment? I think that's pretty close, and that's you know. 
kind of crazy when you think about it. So I think we we did 11 videos, I think. And I want to say in six or seven of them, we had to do one to two retakes to get a, an, a game that we wanted to post because the other game was absolutely stompy and over at 10 minutes and not interesting in any way. Um, and that means you need to go through these like 20 minute queues to get bad games to then do it again and then again to upload a video of a game that's even passable. And it's just, yeah, uh, I understand that it it's obviously super frustrating. So. Uh, and I'm making it sound like it's all on you. I mean, I wasn't enjoying it in particular either. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, so the games were just not good. It, like it, it just it's... like back in the day, obviously things were different with the matchmaking and whatnot. Uh, our skill yeah. discrepancy was not nearly as big. I mean, it still was fairly large, but not to the point that it is now. Just, yeah. And like, not to blame our teammates, but because it's the matchmaking. But literally every game, it felt like both our other lanes get destroyed. That's what it felt I like. I think something that has happened since the old algorithm is... So first of all, the last time we ran this was like five years ago. Uh, and there's a lot of things that have happened in Dota in five years. Uh, the average player is way better. Um, people have way more focus on picking properly, even in unranked. This is something I clearly noticed. We're outpicked every game. We first pick two heroes that have no synergy and that <laughs> suck because we have to. <laughs> and then we get counterpicked in lanes every game, uh, yeah. basically. Um, so people have a better, like they have tools for it or they have better understanding of how to counterpick heroes. Um, and the other thing is since we dual queue now, almost every game has parties in it and we've been facing five stacks, I think three or four of the games, uh, that we played. Um, whereas in the past it was almost always us as a party against maybe one, two man party and everybody else was just shoved in with a shovel, right? Like random solo players, which yeah. makes for way more chaotic and less well executed games. And that's where our weird drafts can work better. Uh, our last game was against a five stack. I know we've faced a five stack, I think two games before that or something. Um, and like, if you add up the hill we need to climb every single game, uh, we are probably, at least I am the highest MMR in the game and we are playing a shit lane. We get counterpicked. That means I need to compensate for every one of our teammates being worse than the enemy on average. Then we need to compensate for them out counterpicking us and we need to compensate for them being a bigger stack. It's like, you know, it makes for games that are really fucking difficult. Our last game we played, we played against a timber saw that went four crystallis, <laughs> and we got stomped. You know, yeah. like <laughs> they had four crystallis on timber and two or I three mean, crystallis on I their void sphere. Just to like, be clear, it's not about losing because you know. our original series we won sixty percent. That means forty percent of the games we lost. We almost never replayed. It's just about right. the game just not being like it's not watchable. It's horrible. Um, yeah, but I will so say it this. Sucks. But it works. does suck. So A to Z is canceled. Um, I I'm gonna speak for you now, Cinder. You can correct me if I'm mm -hmm. wrong. We're more than willing to do another series with us playing together, but I don't know what it would be to fix this problem. Yeah. So if you it's guys not because we don't want to make content and are lazy. It's just really bad. Like if there's something else we can do that's more interesting and easier to do and not miserable, then yeah, then we're down. So we so need an very idea. Sorry. Very sorry to Team Sun Sundarin. Uh, that's what I somehow just came out of my mouth. Um, so next thing on the list, Sundarin, uh, something that people have been bringing up time and time again uh, about our podcast not being sponsored and whatnot. Mm -hmm. We have brought up the idea of doing a Patreon, and we have some ideas. And the goal is to have it out by next week's episode. 
Uh, we're not yep. going to really give away what we're doing yet. It's so I guess to set expectations, it's not going to be like the number one thing we wanted to avoid is content behind a paywall. That will not happen. It's, so yep. it's gonna. So there has to be like a fine balance between being worth it, but also not putting something behind a paywall, right? And yeah, this will be a way for you guys to contribute to us since we can't find a sponsorship apparently. Uh, <laughs> but next week we'll have more information. And of course, if you guys have ideas in the meantime, in this next week, we will be reading the YouTube comments and whatever else, tweets and all that good stuff. If there's something that you think that you would enjoy that we could add on uh, to a Patreon type um service that makes sense for the criteria that we're going for so that's basically it so look forward to that next week and then the so last far in thing, chat i'm seeing nudes and feet um don't tweet at us okay all right move on feet nudes and feet <laughs> what <laughs> okay thank you for the great suggestions as always twitch chat so uh last thing before we get started with everything that's happened in the last week cinder because shit has hit the fan uh, in many ways Yep. I don't think this was you, but mm. I spoke with somebody and I'm having a tr I'm having trouble remembering who the hell it was. In the last few weeks, somebody told me that they ate kiwis with the skin on. Okay? Right. And that wasn't you, was it? No. Okay. I've never tried it. My initial reaction was that is fucking disgusting. I was disgusted and I made fun of them relentlessly. Since then, Cinderin uh, mm -hmm. I would have to retract that uh, that verbal beating that I gave the, whoever that person is. I apologize because I've had it and I actually ate it on stream in front of everybody that was disgusted. It's fucking amazing. It's so much better with the skin. I couldn't believe it. So good. You need to try it. This is going to be the in Bruges slash Kiwi challenge now. Have you tried so... a Kiwi with the skin on? <laughs> but that's way easier for me i would gladly do that for you shannon thank but you fuck your movie um thank you so much <laughs> wait so just to get this straight right yes you cannot eat a tomato <laughs> without showing uh, extreme physical pain uh, seeming like you have nausea and yes. needing to just leave the room raw tomato yes but eating a kiwi with the skin on is no problem. Just so we like gauge where we're at here. It's, okay, at the end of the day, for me, texture doesn't matter that much. The only thing I can think of that it maybe matters a bit is like mushrooms and like eggplant. Okay, those are things that I like. It's not like I despise them because of that. It's also the taste, but that's the only time that texture really matters. For me, I was telling my chat, eating a kiwi, it's like eating a furry. You're like taking a bite out of a furry's ass or something like that. It, it sounds disgusting until you try it. You just wash it off and you take a bite and it's delicious. <laughs> the worst analogy I've ever fucking heard. Just go with it. Send it. Go with it for God's sake. Okay? I looked it, it up. It sounds so here's disgusting the and then you do it and then you regret it after. <laughs> That's what no, that is. No, no, no. So yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, yes. I had to look at... Okay, so the reason that I never... Okay, here's the thing. So... People, it's not like people told me growing up, don't eat the skin on a kiwi. I just assumed you couldn't. <laughs> people eat didn't tell the you skin. growing up, don't eat a furry's ass. <laughs> well, they haven't told me that either, and I haven't tried it yet. But don't knock it till you try it. I guess. Um, Imagine your parents tell you that. That's their voice. Of, that's their word of advice when you get the sex talk. <laughs> Listen up. 
Here's a story about the birds and the bees. By the way, don't eat for <laughs> Rule number one, son. Um, so anyway, the reason I never tried it did is I say because... bird and the bees? Birds and the bees. We we have a we have a different version in Denmark. It's not the flowers and the bees. It's with birds here. Birds and the bees. That's what we say. Birds and the bees. Is it actually called that? Yeah. What else would it be called? Wait. So I just idiomatically I idiomatically remembered that. What the? Are you serious? Man, you're you're so good, Cinderin. You're what really a master fuck? of language. There's even a song about it. An oldies song. Great song. Yeah. Anyway, the birds let me continue Wait, to talk heck? about okay. kiwis, please. So the reason I never tried it is because I just assumed you couldn't. So when this person told me that they loved it, I Googled it. And apparently, mm-hmm. it's good for you. It provides fiber, vitamin E, and a bunch of other stuff. So it's more about if you can... And here's What's the other thing, Cinderin. Does Sounds kiwi like a drug? Can you please just listen to me? This is very important to me. All right, yes. this has okay, changed sir. my life. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. eating fruit now because of this, Cinderin. Because okay. the reason, <laughs> all right, kiwi. Remember, we made that list. Did we make the list mm-hmm. of favorite fruit? We, yep, we kiwi did. was on that list. And mm-hmm. even though it's not technically a delicacy, it's not like something you can't find that easily in Arizona. I would rarely eat it because I don't want to peel fruit. It takes too much effort. But now that I know oh. I don't need to do that, I can just eat it like an apple, and it's more delicious than before. Like, I thought you were going to say blown. something else than apple when you said eat it like an ah as the starting sound. Yes. I like it with yes. the skin on. I like everything with the skin mm. on except for penises. So there's okay. that. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry to disappoint. Still looking for a sponsorship, guys. So yeah. uh, that brings us to the end of the intro. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with us. Dude, uh, this is the best pitch ever for our <laughs> Patreon. So good. Uh, Fantastic. You know, that could be a Patreon perk. We talk about circumcision for an hour. But that's paid content behind a fire, not firewall, behind a paywall. So okay. not going to happen. Okay, let's get Absolute serious business. Terror. Get rid of the laughs. Mm. Nothing's funny anymore. This is all disastrous. So the coronavirus has taken over the entire world at this point. There were many non-believers. I will not name the specific individual that i'm thinking of right now but it has become an actual legitimate pandemic cinderin and there's a lot of stats being flown around um it's hard to know what's true what's not true especially with like the u.s it's hard to test for coronavirus like we don't have that many kits available to us it's basically like there's too many cases you don't have a healthcare system right the healthcare system in the u.s is garbage so there's Various, I mean, even with the healthcare system, they could have prepared enough like resources to be able to test, right? But that just hasn't been the case. So we're kind of behind. Uh, like in the US, for example, I think Seattle and New York are the two worst spots right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And then everywhere else is just kind of scattered. Arizona, there's not that many, but people are still on edge. Supermarkets are barren, um, especially the fucking toilet paper for some godforsaken reason. Thank God for my girlfriend. We buy the best toilet paper. We are well stocked for the future. And we didn't have to buy any recently. Uh, so, what is your how? What has it been like for you? Like, is it the same uh, in Denmark? Is it worse? Because in Europe, it's generally just worse right now. Right? I mean, so for me individually, it ha- honestly hasn't really changed that much because I live the majority of my life inside anyway. Um, my girlfriend has uh, their job. Their work has been quarantined. Um, she was actually taking holiday this exact week anyway, so she's not working right now. Hmm. But Friday last week, uh, she had to work from home, and they're quarantined for two weeks, and then they'll see after. Uh, so all of their work happens from home. Um, right. 
Yeah. What has Denmark done? Uh, for the most part, we've... So I don't know how many days ago it was, but all like uh, public stuff like schools got closed down. Um, the border was closed. Um, if you're getting into Denmark, you more or less need to be a citizen, I think, or have a permit of residency to get in, uh, I think, at the current time. So people who return home can get home, right? But not mm-hmm. really beyond that. Um, yeah, what else? As far as the shopping stories... <laughs> Um, we went shopping to paper? just get. We went shopping to get some stuff. We had it in advance, I think, or when it was like coming up, we bought a pack. We bought what we need, but nothing more. Um, mm-hmm. We went shopping. The things that are in high demand apparently is yeast. Um, both times I've mm-hmm. been to a supermarket since the outrage, there's no yeast. The first time there was also no milk and no eggs. Uh, the yeah, second time I went to a different supermarket, they had eggs and they had milk, but still no yeast. So uh, apparently yeast is the fucking bomb and people inhale it. Um, I I kind of get the logic, but at the same time, I don't. So I feel like I guess nobody lasts. buys. I don't, I don't even know what yeast comes in. It, like in um, terms of like buying it at a supermarket. What you just buy like, like a, it's just a big you buy bag. A cu- you buy a cube, basically in Denmark. A you buy cube. these like cute. Yeah, you buy these like small cubes. I don't know how I would explain it. Like size wise, it's the size of a. Like you see this cube next to my face. Yes, it's like around that size. Oh. Okay, so the audio listeners don't get this, but it's it's about the size of Cinderin's penis, if you can envision. Yeah. It. Yes. Just the skin portion. Mm, okay. Okay, Shannon. Thank you again. Um. Yeah. What else is there to say? Uh, I mean, the country's pretty much just closed down, right? We were one of the first countries to shut down completely, um, which I think turned out very quickly to be necessary. Um, The number of reported cases in Denmark is not that high. I think we have 5 million people, and I think the total cases now that have been reported are like about 2,000. So it's less than 0.1% of the population that have symptoms, I think. Uh, but there's a lot of people that don't have symptoms and are infected as well, right? I don't yeah. know what the numbers are, like the relative number, but we need to remember that with this illness, it's not like tons of people don't care because they're in the age group and in the health group that won't die from this or even barely get sick. Yeah. But the problem is the whole vector factor where you, by being healthy and carrying the virus around, can infect people that have weak immune systems or are elderly uh, and they can actually get sick from it and even die. Um, so that's the problem here is if you imagine we let this just run rampant and do whatever it wanted, the everybody would get sick at the same time because it's super infectious. The healthcare system can't take in everyone who would get sick at once. So some of them would die without treatment and a lot of people would die even with treatment. Um, I'm not sure how big of a part of the population would actually be in danger here, uh, but it's not like you want to play that math game anyway. Ah, we can sacrifice 10% of the population so we don't have to be home for two weeks. You know, like, right. It's, it's just so. Well, so just to reiterate a couple of things, I'm sure you guys have heard this from a million sources, but uh, like you said, the mortality rate is technically, I mean, it's higher than, like, that, that was the biggest problem I had is like, oh, it's the same as the flu. No, it's not the same mm-hmm. as the flu. Uh, like you said, anybody with, like, oh, the elderly are at risk, people with uh, compromised immune systems. So basically, anybody that, is doing chemotherapy, which is a yeah. a lot of people have cancer. They yeah. can get completely fucked up by this. If you have 
I was reading tweets from Tides of Time. He's a healthy young man. Uh, he has a history of asthma, and it got really yeah. bad. He got coronavirus, and he th- literally thought he was going to die at one point. Like, oh shit, has trouble breathing, but ended up getting the care that he needed. So, and I was reading a tweet of somebody that is just a 21 year old died from it because they were immunocompromised. So, right, I think yeah. a lot of the young people are just super selfish. Uh, Yep. Like, I don't know how it is globally, but in the U.S. it just seems really fucking bad uh, from like an ignorant standpoint, which is pretty sad. Um, Basically, like what has said, happened... Mm, yeah, go on. Sorry. I was just going to say, because the symptoms, they're not going to come up right away. It can take two to mm. 14 days for them to materialize. That's why you're in a two-week isolation yeah. period when you get off a plane or wherever the case may be. So you could have it, you just have absolutely no idea. Yeah. What What has kind of started in Denmark or well globally anyway is like the movement of just staying like people with a voice are encouraging other people to stay home so like famous actors or uh you know any celebrities really uh are in on this and like telling people please just stay at home because there's been like pictures posted of after there was the lockdown a lot of people sitting outside a cafe together in the sun because it was finally good weather and they're like, this is why this is a problem. And this is what you guys need to do. And mm-hmm. you're not, it, it, it's not the end of the world that you don't get to go to your cafe for two weeks, but it's the end of the world for other people that you do. Yeah. Um, so there's like a big voice right now, like a countrywide voice almost just urging people to not do it. And I think in a way it's a shame and in a way it's good because uh, the shame is that it's needed, that these celebrities go out and say it, that you don't just trust the you know the experts or the authorities that actually know what they're talking about and that you need these people but the good thing is that it has an impact and they're doing something that they are not just there at home being like ah okay i guess people will be stupid so like there's a lot of people really trying to make a difference um with this and that's that's super good so so somebody in the chat wrote i don't know if this is true but i assume it is tides apparently did not have coronavirus it was came back negative but he had all the same symptoms, so. Oh, okay. Uh, so he had so, like a different kind of flu, or yeah, just I guess <laughs> it's like exactly the same. Because the symptoms are, I'm sure there's more than this, but the main ones are fever, cough, and shortness of breath. And the shortness of breath is probably the biggest one for the yeah, elderly, that especially. One, shortness of breath is that for everybody infected or for the people that are prone to that? Because I don't ever get shortness of breath if I have a fever or if I have the flu, right? Like if I don't you had remember the coronavirus. No, I'm just saying, is, th- is this a symptom that hits yeah, everyone know. or the people that already have like asthma, for example? Because then, yes, you get shortness of breath, right? Mm. Um, I-, I don't know about this. this. It sounds unusual for a virus to give you shortness of breath. Maybe I'm in the wrong here, but I, I don't remember hearing that being a common thing. But I mean, it's, it's a red flag then, right? If-, if you get shortness of breath, you know something's wrong. If you get a fever and a cough, it could be something else. But, I mean, you obviously still play it 100% safe. Um, yeah. So, I don't... I, just, I haven't seen any, like, super credible sources saying how long this is going to last. But the ones that I have been saying seeing are something to the effect... Like, I'm just talking about the U.S. Somewhere, like, June or July is when it might hit its peak for most people. And then it'll start to go down if mm. you take proper precautions and whatnot. And people stop traveling and uh, gathering in groups, which is the next thing we'll talk about. So the CDC recommended recently haltings of gatherings of 50 or more people for two months 
at least. And yeah. as a result, many schools have shut down. Many people have been ordered to work from home. A lot of restaurants are pick up and drive through only. I feel really bad for the people that have to work um, at jobs that require you to interact with people on a daily basis because you never know who you're interacting with or where they've been. Mm. Um, so kudos to anybody that is continuing to do that. I know that a lot of people, like we'll talk about the NBA in a, in a second, but a lot of organizations that it doesn't, like if you're sick, right, especially in the U.S., you don't get sick yeah. time off it's, or sick paid leave which is ridiculous. Every other country basically does it. So again, right. getting back to the healthcare being awful, but uh, at least one way to remedy that in the short term, since the laws obviously are going to change overnight, a lot of companies are paying their employees that are staying home sick or for time off or whatever the case may be, even though they're not working, which is really good to see from pretty much. I mean, I feel like most companies are being shamed to do that. So maybe I shouldn't be giving them kudos, but still, it's the right thing to do. So good to see. It absolutely is the right thing to do. You fuck the economy super hard if those people don't. I mean, one thing is, you know, I shouldn't even need to say how it's, you know, just kind of. I, I don't know the right word for this, but like for the sake of humanity and just being a good person, you would do that. Morally irresponsible. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the moral right thing to do. That's one thing. But also, if you want to look at it with the like the, the economy glasses on, then if a huge part of your population don't get money for two to four weeks or even more, things yeah. get really fucked up. It's actually... I wonder how many businesses will flop because of this, will go yeah. under. Probably a decent amount. I know yeah. that some companies um, or like some apartment, uh, some apartments are offering a free rent for the month, I think. Some people are allowing you to go over your rental due date or something like that in case you're overdue. Uh, some ISPs are allowing you to go over the cap limit, which cap <laughs> limit shouldn't be a thing, but it's uh, something at least because everybody's at home. I mean, there's a lot of. Cap <laughs> <limit>. <laughs> I mean, everybody's at home from using the internet. You know, I got to get the Netflix going. So, yeah, a lot of changes. So, let's talk a little bit about what events have been canceled slash postponed. Let's start with traditional sports, which I know you don't follow at all, but it's going to be very interesting because. We're going to see the big differences between the two uh, once we're done wrapping up. So first, I want to talk about the NBA, Cinderin. <laughs> mm -hmm. The NBA, I don't, know how it was, I don't know how it was globally, but the NBA got everything rolling. The domino started with the NBA because it just feels like our commissioner, I mean, maybe it's not just because of this, but it does feel like our commissioner is very um, open-minded. He is a for-the-players type of commissioner. He's not trying to screw people. He does the right thing. At least that's the impression that mm. the general public has of him, right? He's a good guy. So uh, there was a player, there is a player, he's still still alive, named Rudy Colbert. Do you know anything about this story, Cinderin? No. Okay. So essentially, this center for the Utah Jazz named Rudy Gobert, he's French, he is a good player. He was an all-star this year. He has been defensive player of the year, so he's a legit player, okay? Mm -hmm. He was making fun of the coronavirus and how, like, making light of it, how, you know, wasn't a big deal, blah, blah, blah. And then there's a clip of him in the post-game interview area where you have a bunch of microphones where he's touching all the microphones and laughing. And apparently he also went into the locker room and did similar things, and players were kind of annoyed with him. He was the first player diagnosed, is diagnosed the right word? Uh, I guess tested positive for Corona. 
I mean, who could have seen that coming? Yeah, shocking. So as a result, Absolute shocker. Well, let me read a little thing, um, a little tweet here. So as a part of the Jazz's, how do you even say this? COVID-19? Is that? I, guess. I think so, yeah. As a uh, as a part of the Jazz's response to that shoot-around availability was done in the ZBBC media room today rather than on the court. As Rudy Gobert got finished discussing the situation, he stood up, leaned over, and made it a point to touch every mic and recorder in front of him. Thunder Broadcast team is saying that due to Rudy Gobert's illness, the officials have put the game in a delay. So this is where it happened. Everybody showed up on the court, and they realized that Rudy Gobert had coronavirus because he was out sick. And like, holy shit, okay, we need to stop this. So they stop it. People are already at the arena, and like, okay, this game is just canceled. And then I think within a day or two, the entire season has been postponed, which is mind-boggling. This is the first, uh, I believe, major sport in the USA to do that. Um, and then, like I said, it was just a domino effect. So the NBA did it, uh, MLS did it, NHL has paused their season, MLB, baseball, they pushed back their opening by two weeks. That A lot of these are just like taking precautions. All right, let's give it a couple weeks and see how bad it gets. And when it gets worse, because it will, uh, they will probably postpone it even more. NCAA is completely canceled. <laughs> Yes. Okay, here's here's the genius behind this, okay? What was his name? Rudy Gobert? Yes. All right, listen up. He knew this was a big deal, but he also knew Americans don't care and wouldn't listen to reason, so he had to do something really fucking stupid. This is like reality TV, okay? <laughs> it's like, this is all uh. staged, and he, like, makes these absurdly over-the-top things, like touching the microphones and t- locker room shit and whatever, and he actually didn't have the virus. They just said that he was tested positive. <laughs> yeah, and now everyone's sure. like, holy fuck, dude. This is a big deal. And now he's taking all the flack, but he just saved the whole country. He's taking all he the He should get the medal of honor. He should get the medal of basketball honor. So here's the. This is like your fucked a goat thing. Right? <laughs> how? How, how is, is it like how fucked is a goat? It, how is it it goes? Is it better to have fucked a goat and. What was it? You have to tell me this one. Is it better to have fucked the goat and nobody knows you've done it? Or is it better to never have fucked the goat, but everyone thinks that you did? How is that not the exact same thing? Everybody thinks he had the virus, but he didn't. That's better. So you're saying he's doing it for the betterment of society, even though everyone hates him now, including, I wanted to get to this, he has another all-star teammate named Donovan Mitchell, who apparently, this is kind of funny, is a germaphobe. And when he was like touching him in the locker room, he was very upset about it. And now they both have, they're both tested positive. And obviously they're going to be okay because they're, you know, they have the best, they have a ton of shit, ton of money. Plus they're super healthy young athletes, so they should be fine. But it's very karmic in a way, you know? Uh I, I, I should have mentioned this. I was watching Devin Booker, who's the Suns All-Star, mm. uh, stream Call of Duty, which he's actually really fucking good. He plays with a controller, too. I don't know how somebody can be so good with a controller. But either way, I was watching him live when it was announced that the NBA season was canceled. Well, they said canceled, but it's really technically postponed. Mm-hmm. And right. it was pretty... Like I was just thinking, wow, it's really it's weird that I live in a day and age where I can literally watch somebody in their own home react live to something that we've never really seen in our generation you know it's kind of really weird but anyway obviously a lot more stuff has been canceled slash postponed uh tokyo olympics that's in the summer cinderin i can't 
fathom that that's going to happen? Like, can they even delay that? That's such a major thing, you know, as a major. Wait, are these the regular Olympics? Yeah. The last the ones were in 2016, huh? I thought they were in 2018 for some reason. 2018 is winter. It's every... Oh, uh, uh, gotcha. Okay, I thought it was the winter ones that were in 16. Okay. I got it the wrong way around. So Yeah, I mean, sure you, you, can't, you can't do the Olympics, I think. Realistically, right now, you but can't But can you just Olympics postpone it? In June, I don't know. I don't know. There's been one... I think in the history of the Olympics, there was one that was skipped, right? There was a single Olympic that didn't happen because of a world war. Was it World War One or World War II? Oh, I yeah, think I the Olympics were skipped once. I'm pretty certain about this. Uh, I mean, this is not a world war, right? But you know, like the the magnitude and the implications here are. Um, oh, it was actually Tokyo in World War Two that got skipped. <laughs> Tokyo just getting fucked. Oh my god! <laughs> Can Tokyo so... just stop existing, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Let's god! Let's put the Olympics crazy. somewhere else. That's crazy. <laughs> Was but, it actually? Uh, I mean, maybe oh you're being god, trolled by so the chat. <laughs> uh, Somebody is saying it got skipped twice in forty and forty-four. I mean, that's still World War Two. So, that, so yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, the last thing I want to talk about, Cinderin, is because it interests me greatly: the NBA and what they will possibly do. So the NBA mm. is in kind of a weird spot because three fourths of the season is done, right? Right. So minimum, they're not playing for two months. So the, the idea mm-hmm. is whether they will start it up back in... So there's three choices. You start it up right. back in like June. You finish the regular season with uh, no crowd and then the playoffs. And then you, it's obviously way extended past what you want. So then when does the next season start? Because there's usually only like two months off in between the right. season. So do you... Do you start the next season later? And then what about the next year after that? Do you want to get back to your normal schedule or is the season actually start in December or January now? So that's the first thing I got to think about. Mm-hmm. Number two is whether they <clears throat> want to just cancel the season. And the third, what was the third? The third is probably to just use the current scores. But that is oh, right. the, the, super yeah, the third unfair is to start the playoffs do. right away in June yeah. with no crowd. You can't you can't do the playoffs until you finish the round. Like as a as an example, I, I mean the teams play each other in some sort of I'm not gonna say random order, but the way they play each other is not based on power rankings, right? Right. So you play every team once or twice, whatever it is. Um the more than that. Problem with just taking the current standing is is some teams might have a pretty decent standing and only have shit opponents left. And then let's say they are just outside playoffs range. It's mega unfair to them because they are more than likely to make it. Right. So I think that solution, if you ask me for the for the integrity sake of sports, it's better they cancel the season than doing a playoff like that. I, I actually disagree. think that's the I, worst okay. thing they can. Interesting. I think the worst thing they In can do is cancel. In terms of fairness, I actually can't even picture them doing it. I don't think they will ever cancel it. There's no way. Like, I'm I saying for the, the integrity of the players and the teams. Right. It's super unfair. It's like, it's, I don't know what's, how, what to compare I, no, it to. I, I it's agree. It's just super unfair. So this is what I'll say. Yeah, because what you're talking about but. is very valid. <clears throat> it's not like it's not valid at all, but because strength of schedule is a thing. Like the Suns, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, they have the worst schedule in the entire league, basically. Uh, like the hardest, the difficulty level yeah. versus other teams. So we're fucked either way. But um, 
some other teams might have some advantage. But the thing is, like right now, the way that the playoffs are set up, there's actually a decent separation to where like eh, these are probably going to be the eight teams. So if you need to skip it, it sucks. It's not fair, but it's not the end of the world because at least you can finish the season. We've had seasons before where it's not the same, I know, where there's like a collective bargaining agreement going on and it extends past mm-hmm. the start of the season because it's what we call a lockout. So you end up skipping like two months of the season anyway. So it ends up being about the same duration that we've had. But of course, they would make a schedule that makes sense for that shortened period as opposed to this one where some teams can just get fucked. But I think canceling the season overall makes... I don't think there's any way they can do that. I'm saying they're... I'm not saying they're going to do it. I will... I would be shocked if any league of this kind would cancel. Uh, I I was saying it from the fairness perspective. I think competitive integrity was the wrong word to use here anyway. So that... That was not good. But just from the sake of fairness to teams, it really depends what you value the most, right? And I think Mm -hmm. the problem here is going the fairest route isn't necessarily the best thing to do, right? Because the problem is if you go the fairest route, which is, I will still stand by that, for the fairness of the league, if the games don't get played, the least fair thing is to cancel it or uh, is to just go ahead to the teams that are on the border. But you can also look at it from the other perspective that it's also super unfair to cancel it from the teams that did well, right? Then they lose their opportunity so by default when they play great all season. So like, I, it kind of depends. It would depend on how far in the season you're. If you're like a month into the season, then I could see them canceling. This is mm. three fourths done, and it's a long right. season. It's like a marathon. There's probably how many teams go in the playoffs in this? Uh, Sixteen out of the. And third. how many are locked? Like cannot mathematically get knocked down from top sixteen. Probably only three or four. Okay. See, that's where it's a problem that you're three quarters in. Because <laughs> it's like, mm. yeah, that's a big part of the game, so but there's extreme variance still. Things can change. Can happen, right? Technically, people can get in the playoffs, but for the most part, we know the 16 teams. Like, there's enough separation. Usually, there's not a separation. Like, usually, it comes down to the last day of the season to find out who makes the last spot. But this okay. time, it's the only difference is the seeding can change a lot between those teams right between now and the end of the season so i think seeding uh, is a much smaller deal than attendance right if if seeding was the only thing left to play for there's no way you should cancel like the seeding is just going to be unfair but everybody goes into the playoffs it's more about the breaking of whether people get in or not Uh, from in my opinion that's way more important than the seeding right um but yeah I mean, hopefully, I think the ideal scenario here is if they have to do something that doesn't involve an audience, I still think playing the games in private is clearly better than skipping ahead to right. the playoffs. And I think they that could is theoretically do I, I was thinking maybe all the players just get tested and they all go to the same location because they all have private jets. You just go to the same location, all the mm-hmm. staff and whatnot. And you yeah. all just play in like the same arena in a private crowd. So the downside from an owner's perspective, because I like to look at it from both sides, they get no money for this, right? So they get fucked. But I think they what would will get happen... no money anyway if they just skip to the playoffs, right? I mean, they have right. the expenses of traveling and stuff, of course. But like either way, we don't think these games will get televised realistically well, or have a live be, audience at least. They'll be televised. Yeah, sorry, the live they audience. won't have a live audience. This one. So yeah, that's just it's probably gonna not going to happen. Like this is unprecedented for American sports. I don't know how it is overseas, but. It'll be very interesting to see what they do. It feels like the NBA is kind of leading the way because the instant the mm. NBA suspended their their season, that is when shit hit the fan in the U.S. At least that's when people started to wake up. 
Of course, there's still some people just living in ignorance, but you know, there's not much mm-hmm. you can do about that. Okay. Um, and I think the biggest thing that like irks me, not to reiterate what we talked about before, are the young people that don't realize like I get very annoyed by people that can't empathize because it doesn't affect them directly. Like they can't see it right. from any other perspective. Like if you know anyone over the age of like 65, 70, they are way more susceptible to this. Like, do you really want to fuck that up? Like that's super selfish and it just bothers me to no end. I mean, it's one thing to know those people, but just, you know, common care yeah. for other and people in there, general. There's a certain Even if demographic. You have nobody you know that's an older person, then like I'm sure there's I'm sure there's you know they're real, people. right? Guys, elderly exist. They're not a fairy tale. There's more of them than ever. Ignorant people are around the world, but it I don't know what it is about the US. It just feels more amplified for whatever reason. And it just to me, I know in my heart that a lot of these people will never change their mind unless something directly affects them. If their parents get sick or whatever, which obviously don't wish that on anyone, but wake the fuck up. All right. So going from traditional sports to esports, Cinderman. The coronavirus has canceled many events. Uh, PUBG, I mean, this is just a few. PUBG Mobile, which is America's Pro League and World League. LCS, Overwatch League, and of course, many more. And of course, we're going to talk about the dotes. Uh, Uh, ESL1, sorry, you want to talk before I get into dotes? No, that's... Uh, You're correct, these things were canceled, I hope. I don't know if they are, but I'm going to say yes, they are. So, (laughs) this... I don't know what's up with the wording of some of these announcements, but a lot of like I believe ESL one they Valve came out. I I, I should have looked this up. I believe they said canceled, but in fact it's postponed. Like what? Why are I they? I think the wording not, says canceled. Yeah, let me check. Canceled is completely different than postponed because I believe ESL one said postpone, if I'm not mistaken. But either way, even if that's not the case, I've been seeing a lot of announcements like NBA. They said the key season's canceled. It's not. It's postponed. It might be canceled, theoretically, in the future, but whatever. Just a small gripe. Um, so, yeah, ESL1, which was supposed to be happening pretty much now or the end of the week, now. is now... It was supposed to be live now, actually. Now postponed uh, or canceled, depending on your perspective and the English language. Uh, and then, in addition, Epicenter Major and Dota Minor have been canceled. This one, I believe, actually is canceled, canceled. So, I'll read the tweet from the Dota 2 Twitter. After careful consideration of the current state and trajectory of COVID-19 pandemic, as well as the health risk that this presents to competitors, staff, and fans alike, we have made the difficult decision to cancel to cancel two the fourth minor and major tournaments of the, the DPC The second season. two is just a typo, I think. Yeah. To cancel the fourth minor and major. I just wanted to yep. say the typo. Mm to be accurate okay. as possible. It's affecting everything, even the grammar of Valve. Given the high fluidity of the state of both the pandemic and geopolitical landscape, we will keep following the situation to decide how to approach the final major and minor of the season as the weeks progress. So obviously the correct decision because this, like we said, hasn't even hit its peak yet. Probably not for another couple months, if not more. Uh, any thoughts before we talk about the big question? Well... Thoughts in what way? If this was a good move or... No, just, I don't know. I mean, clearly you've got to do this, right? I, I just don't... Is there don't any way they there's... could have done online? Uh, That's really unfair in Dota. That's the problem. The way these international tournaments work is 
the land factor is necessary. You can't play a Chinese team against a European team on a fair server. You can't right. play a Chinese team against an American team on a fair server. And while people will be like, yeah, it doesn't really matter if you have 150 ping, it matters. I have so, tried playing scrims on US West from Europe, for example. It is a different ballgame. Everything is half a second changed, delayed, which is huge. What if huge you change the format completely? Like, let's say, let's just go off on a limb and say that this major will never happen. Okay, it's done. Mm, right. You could theoretically make a new format where only the teams in the same region play each other or within, you know, the ping difference isn't that big of a deal, play each other, and then you just stack up the points somehow, somehow distribute the DPC points. Do you think that is even worth considering or um, it's just not worth it at all? The problem with doing something like that is it's really hard to take into account the regional differences, right? Let's say there's 1,500 DPC points that you can give out. And there's four, how many regions is it? Six, right? There's six regions, and you can give 1,500 points. You can't give a sixth of them to each region because that's super unfair because the teams from Europe are just better, you know? So how big a piece of the pie do they get? Like how much equity, if you will, do they have of this of this? 1500 pool uh I, I feel like it's a really tough decision to make because you need to basically as valve say this is the strongest region and it's in a way it's kind of against the spirit of what they're trying to do with the dpc where it's like every region is represented and has their fair shot at glory and mm -hmm. winning a lot of points uh for example southeast asia this season won a major which is i don't know if they've ever done that before but tnc won a major and since then, they haven't been very good. But how do you account for that in the distribution of points, right? Like, how would you... Um, do you reward the individual regions based on the average points the region has got so far this season? Or it's just, it feels really difficult to do, no, right? I, I totally agree. So and the only I, reason I, I just brought don't it up, know how you would do it. only reason I brought it up is because uh, when we're... We're in like a very weird time that we have never mm. seen before, at least not right. in our generation, right? So it, mm. I think it's important to have an open mind and just discuss things that maybe do sound crazy. For sure. Yep. Um, but the big question, Sindarin, is what will happen with TI? So I think we can, I mean, I don't want to say it. I'm pretty mm. sure August, late August, will not be enough time to make this issue kind of go away to a point like, obviously it's not going to go away for a while but um it's it's still going to be enough of a risk where traveling will be very uh restricted it's just going to be difficult to pull off in late august i can't see it happening i can see it being delayed uh maybe if restrictions are taken out to a point where you can travel and it's just players and no audience maybe kind of cutting it close what do you think is going to happen there's i think there's a couple of things that could happen uh, that realistically could happen i really don't think they will do ti without an audience i think the way valve do this tournament and what it is for the game they put so much emphasis on the um what's the word for it uh the on the spectacle sorry there it was the word was hard to find for me uh so like the whole atmosphere of the arena the glory of winning in front of the fans the interacting with the fans using the fans as part of the production and everything like it's really also the fact that they're always priding themselves on this being the biggest esports event 
in the world in terms of both prize money, but also like how like how much attention it gets. I think if there's no crowd, that really diminishes this tournament. And you could say from from the team's perspective, they would obviously play for thirty million dollars without an audience. There's no doubt about it. They don't. They wouldn't. I mean, I'm not going to say they wouldn't care. Of course they care. It's but it's it's a no brainer. Of course you play that if you can. But I I don't think you do it without an audience. So that means the next options are option number one, you delay it until things like these are hostable in Sweden. That doesn't mean necessarily that globally uh, all of these kind of things are allowed. But if Sweden locally allows this and allows international travel, whereas let's say the US is shut down, you might still do this in Sweden. Uh, I we're gonna have to wait and see because this is like a big thing. When it's a global phenomenon like this, the countries need to work together. And I don't know if we're gonna have something like one country opens early while the others are closed. Because then suddenly you get this like weird dichotomy in okay, people can travel in but not out. Or um, like, are you scared? As it, it, it's hard to imagine Sweden opening while America is closed somehow, right? Like it's it's kind of it's a possibility. It could happen, but. You know, there's probably some sort of like consensus at some point where you reach, okay, now we're at a state where we can make this step globally mm-hmm. and make this step globally. Um, but that's that's the thing that could happen, I think, is that Sweden opens up, Valve are like, okay, it's legal here. People know if they're going that there is a risk connected with it. So use caution, still manage your hygiene and do your, you know, do your best to circumvent this. But this is a big event and we want to do it for the people that want to go. The other thing is, uh, the other option is obviously that the pandemic is over before August. A bit, it doesn't sound likely that it is considered dead by then, but it might be low enough risk or low enough magnitude that things get opened up. And the third option is full postpone, right? But I think any version without a crowd, I'm almost going to put my money on doesn't happen. Like that would be so surprising to me. I will disagree with you. I think they they might do it without a crowd if they're able to. Because that's wow, the big thing. So? That has to be in like a very fine line, right? Okay, well, you can't that's have a crowd, but you can have a bunch of players come in. Crowd. I know, it would be weird, but the NBA is going to do it. They're I mean, if we're imagining the NBA would do the finals without a crowd, then, yes. I mean, fair, right? It's the same magnitude, I but guess, here's within the, other the, thing. Within not, the game. So. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I just could, I could see it. But here's the big difference between, and this is the good thing about being in esports versus traditional. Traditional, like NBA, for example, starts in October, ends in June. You have the off. You have all these dates that are standard, set in stone. You have TV deals set in place for this time to this time. You have all this scheduling taking place. Esports is not like that at all. You can do whatever the fuck you want. We can postpone TI until December, right? Yeah. Play TI, play out the rest of the season until then, and then have TI in December, and then just start the new season in February. It doesn't have to be in August. We can switch everything around to adapt to the situation, which is really cool. And unlike anything we've ever seen before, because esports is not that old. So that is a really fucking good thing we could do. And I wouldn't mind that at all. Something extra that we can do is if TI is postponed, it's actually not that big of a deal for the next DPC because the next DPC is the league play, which is online. Right. So if TI is postponed until November... It doesn't even delay the next season. You can just start the next season before TI. Well, hold on, and, hold on. You hmm? so you would start a new season? I think okay. So imagine imagine in August that this isn't over, right? Right. You could start the online league for the next DPC, 
right? You can start that in August, and the teams are playing for TI-11 within that span. The next season does not qualify for TI-10. You just start the new season, the leagues are playing, and then TI is just delayed, but the rest of the next DPC does not get pushed unnecessarily. I I don't see the point in that. In a way, it's not, because I think... The problem is if you push everything, let's say you have to push TI until December. I think that is a bigger problem because now you cram the next DPC into such a short span over the next season that if you're planning to do the following TI in August again, like usual. That's what I'm saying is for the rest of time, it is no longer in August. Then it's just a December tournament for the rest of time? Yeah, that's the whole point that it doesn't matter. Why does it need to be in August? It doesn't Uh. matter. It literally does not matter at all, other than I suppose Valve just you could just shi- I suppose you could shift the year. Yeah, um, I mean that's the thing. Like, let's say in October we can start traveling. You can finish in the next two months the rest of the DPC season that is now on hold, and then qualify for the actual TI, which is in December. I don't see an issue with that. You don't have to cram in anything. You just start as if nothing's happened. Everything's just shifted. Mm. I'm trying to think if there's some bigger issue with having it in December than what you're giving it credit for. It's like the only thing I can think of is weather. Like there's some countries that are really unappealing to host TI then mm. in when it's in December, but outside of that there shouldn't necessarily be any problems. There's also countries that are so very unappealing to host TI during the summer. Philippines for example, that would be fucking miserable, sure. but in December would yeah. be great, right? It's it's fair. But yeah, it's I mean this is the I want to talk a little bit about how esports versus traditional in terms of the uh, the effect it's going to have long term, right? Traditional mm-hmm. sports, I, I, do, I actually don't. We've had this discussion about what the NBA is going to do. That's just one league. They have a huge impact on uh, the US and globally. I mean, it's a global sport, obviously. And yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. Like, this is going to have a lasting effect because of, like, I talked about all the TV deals, sponsorship deals, having to pay players <clears throat> when they aren't playing. Uh, do owners get to keep some of that money now because they didn't make any money? Like, there's so many variables you have to think about. But for esports, that's the beauty. It's pretty simple. I mean, maybe not for LCS. They probably are more like NBA, very structured. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. more so in some Overwatch ways. League as well. I think. Yeah, but like from Dota's perspective, I I think we can easily adapt. It's not going to be an issue. Valve knew. They've planned the entire esports scene around the possibility of a pandemic. They made Left for Dead, man. They know it's coming. So, you know. Very good. Oh, I coughed. Sorry, guys. Let me drink some water. <laughs> oh, shit. Just, just to make sure. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, we're, we're obviously... I think from this podcast's perspective with this stuff, I think whenever there's something... We we don't want this podcast to be about Corona every week, right? But if there's something, if there's something big or something meaningful happening that is worth getting attention, we will talk about it, right? But we're not gonna reiterate this every week and be like, "Yep, there's still Corona and these other problems, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Well, that's um, the beauty of our podcast; we can adapt so, as well. We can talk. I mean, yeah, I am. You and I are well known for being able to talk about whatever the fuck forever. So it's hopefully it's going to be entertaining yeah. for everybody. Uh, I think we'll have to come back to Corona every once in a while. Maybe it's of a course, segment. Like when there's when there's updates or we we can do that. But just I'm just saying to people that are listening right now, this podcast has been about an hour now, and I think we've talked about Corona for like 45 minutes, and everybody is talking about it everywhere and hearing it everywhere. So I'm sure some people are getting you know a little bit tired of hearing the same thing for the 20th time. Well, so I just wanted only... to say this is not going to be a PSA every episode yeah. of everything, right? It's not just so, hearing about it, but, but I know. 
a lot of people are very stressed about it too because right yeah you can get a bit paranoid too, you need you need to sure. be careful but at the same time you shouldn't overreact don't be buying fucking toilet yep. paper don't be a complete idiot yep. don't stop buying corona beer because it has the same name <laughs> as the fucking virus like are you that's that, fucking stupid okay. God okay. damn it, dude. Can I just, oh. that is actually, that to me, I, I don't know if we talked about this in the previous episode, th- that to me is really surprising, actually. I thought, really? I genuinely thought that their sales would go up, okay? I just, <laughs> I what? Have, Why? I have, too, I have too much faith in in people, I think. Okay, Why would here's it go the deal. up? Because people would start buying it as a joke. Oh, right? I see. Well, people Everybody are. who likes Corona would already buy it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people would buy it as a joke, but people genuinely think that this drink is connected with the virus, so it goes down. Which to me is even dumber. Like that mm. is so dumb. I I really thought they were gonna be like, "Holy shit, this is the gold mine." It got named after our beer. How amazing! They got fucked, dude. I mean, it's probably in the same line as people that are anti-vaxxers and whatnot, right? Just I wonder. It's hard to be if, that stupid. I wonder if they will rebrand. I was wondering we the same actually, thing. Yeah. We have this is a funny story. We have a, a brand in Denmark for um low uh low calorie alternatives in food. Um so like light products or whatever. And they're called Isis. E A S I S. Okay. They were literally called Isis and they had to rebrand. <laughs> it was called ISIS, this brand. And we were, I was like, and then I saw it, and then ISIS became a big global problem, and yeah. our, uh, they they had to rebrand, so they renamed it uh, to I, ISIS. So now it's like the easy so brand. Right? I don't watch this show. Everybody tells me I should watch it. Apparently, there's a sh- a cartoon named uh, Archer. Do you watch that? No. I Is it I called Archer? It. Shoot, I might be butchering this. Anyway, one of the cartoons, the I guess the task force he's a part of was ISIS, called ISIS before, obviously, mm. ISIS came to be, and then they had to change it for the show. Um, yeah, everybody says. I, I wonder love that how show. much, like, per. You, I think I heard a number about Corona losing tons of money on this. I wonder, like, respectively, how much or relatively how much this ISIS company lost on their name. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> so funny. I. Uh, I would expect a rebrand because I don't. This it's not like we're going to come up with a cure in the next couple months, right? We just have to. I don't know. Anyway, it just seems like it'll have lasting effects too, right? Even when. I'm saying when, because I absolutely believe this will be eliminated and we're not all going to die. Uh, when this is over, um, there's still going to be a ripple or there's still going to be lasting effects, right? It's just not a good name to have anymore. Yeah, I agree. It's like if your brand was called Hitler and then he he gets, you know, World War II ends, people will still not want to buy a product that's called Hitler, right? And you can't name your son Adolf either. That name is just yeah. done forever, you know? For most people. Anyway, I mean, moving that's on. obviously putting it on edge. Hitler is a different beast than the <laughs> coronavirus, but... Very true. You know. Uh, uh, so we can probably expect a lot of online... Turn- and that's the other thing. A lot of online tournaments are probably going to pop up now, uh, which is great because if you look at it from traditional sports, they can't do anything... Ex- like, I turned on ESPN last night just to see what the fuck they would talk about because it's been long enough that nobody wants to hear mm-hmm. about corona anymore. But at the same time, they have nothing to show. Like, yeah. what are you going to do for all these hours? Like, the entire channel of ESPN. I have no idea. Like, all you can do is show classics, things that have already happened. Right. That's all you can do. Yeah. But for I us, we can create new content, which is great. Like, we can do... Yeah. 
completely new stuff, online only. And I mean, like I said, most most of us are hermits anyway, myself. I haven't left the house in a couple of days. That's normal behavior for me, you know? Yeah. So We're I the can least affected. No we are young people with relatively good health, I guess, um, who live our lives inside. So yeah. we are the clear minority here that are least affected. And I... I think to an extent, perhaps that's also part of why, uh, like within the scene, that it isn't. I mean, I'm not saying we're not making this into a big deal because everybody is. Let's let's not let's not say that. But it's just we are less connected with this than the average person. Actually, we have much less connection with this because of our age group, because of the way we live our lives, because of what we do. Uh, even just people that are fans of esports are more likely to be inside more, right? Because that's where we do our hobby. People that are, you know, more sporty or work different jobs are, you know, affected harder, really. It mm-hmm. it punishes their lifestyle more. So we're lucky, if you will, this time around with this. Um, yeah, again, big but, kudos to yeah. people that are working. I know uh, you're probably forced to have to work because you just unfortunately bad timing and all. Um, that you, have to, you can't do something from home is what I'm trying to say. But... Like super thank you to those people because uh, that really sucks. Um, moving on, Cinderin. So yeah. typically after every major, there's a patch. Everyone's right. expecting 7.25. We were only a week away from having this patch, theoretically. Do you think that we will get one anyway? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think like how it, many... will probably, it will either come out when the major was supposed to end or... I have this feeling that sometimes when they make these patches during the majors, they use the major as a guideline for what heroes to get nerfed, right? Mm-hmm. Like they look at what's too strong. Since they don't have that now, there's a possibility the patch drops earlier than the major ending because now they won't have those data points at all to mm-hmm. balance by. So if they've done all the other balancing, like re- rebalancing items or uh, yeah, some other hero changes, map changes, whatever they think based on just stats from pubs, if they have something clearingly, something like something glaringly overpowered or whatever, uh, they could fix that now. Um, since they're not getting that data anyway, it's possible the patch is kind of ready. Uh, mm-hmm. The other option is that oh, it's it's major time. This is when we start really doing crunch time on the patch. Then they still have to do the legwork now, and I don't know how they operate. Uh, my understanding, but how they probably do it, uh, the patch is done in its entirety before the major. And then as the major is going, they tweak it if the data suggests that they need to tweak it. So that they probably seems most of it likely done. that way. Yeah. Now, the other question... I, I would think so, too. And I know a lot of people are asking for this. The battle pass uh, for TI, which we don't even know is yeah. happening. So typically, I believe last year it came out like May 7th. So we're a month and a half away okay. from that. Yeah. Um, do you think that they'll bring it out early? Like I... I can't see that. I don't see the point. What is the argument for bringing it out early the, if TI is likely to be delayed? I'm uh, not because people are that. stuck at home playing Dota and they want something cool. That's it. So they spend so. more money now. Then yes, the money. That, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of counter uh, counterintuitive. I yeah. mean, Steam has its highest numbers ever recently because of people staying home. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like that's a really hard call for me to make because I don't really know the way economy moves like that. In my in my mind, Corona would make people buy less entertainment stuff like this. I know they're home, but at the same time, if 
if they're yeah, making less the money, this is the kind of thing. Syndrome. Yeah, I know, but like if you if you're working right and you don't get your full salary or any salary at all, hopefully not in the case of our listeners, but you know there might be people that don't make money. You kind of have to cut on unnecessary expenses, right? And the battle pass <laughs> is one of those. I need. I it. mean, arguably, I need it. Arguably, for some people, they would disagree, and this is like the something that they have to have. But please mm. don't buy the battle pass over food, okay? Like, just make sure your economy can carry it if you do it. Um, I mean, I don't. I'm guessing this is I, similar I just, across the world, but it would, U.S. economy is butchered right now. Stock market crashed like two different yeah. times. So Big to time. to me, this sounds like a terrible time to release the battle pass. But if you're saying Steam has the highest numbers ever, they're obviously looking at that and being like, "Wow, the buying people have buying power and they want to spend money right now." Um. Mm. It's just. I it, mean, it, in it's theory, also, this is a good time to invest, though you would think, because the stock market crashed. If you have right extra money, I mean, it's always a game. the The stock market is always a game. Um, but I'm just I'm thinking like it's also from Valve's perspective, it's a little bit weird, right? You put in this battle pass, but people don't know when it's for. Yeah, it doesn't like, make any sense from Valve's perspective. It's just weird. It, it's difficult to launch a battle pass and be like, "This is for TI." which will happen in question mark, question mark, question mark. So they don't know how long they need to run the battle pass for, uh, how much content they need to make for it, how to implement it. I think people yeah. probably underestimate the amount of planning and and like structure that goes into well, making something like here's this the for other this many thing. people. I don't think this is going to happen, know. but this is the other important thing. If you do have uh, disposable income that you want to get rid of, it would be better if there was something set up for online tournaments that are going to oh, be popping up I thought you were going to say they should use it on our Patreon, man. That was a really good... Damn it. That was a perfect setup Rewind. Right there. <laughs> Patreon. You can subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> no, but online tournaments, if there's a way to contribute to them, because again, a lot of these people that are doing these online tournaments are... It's not like we are part of real companies. I mean, this is esports we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So a lot of freelancers and even my, like we're technically both of us are freelancers, right? So we don't get a yeah. steady paycheck uh, depending on what, you know, side you're on. But if Valve could implement, you know, the old battle pass for some of these tournaments, that would be great, but probably not going to happen. Yeah. For the people that have extra money to spend, but for everybody else, yeah, just don't, don't spend it on anything except for our Patreon coming up. Rest next in week. peace, Captain's Draft 2.0. What a fucking tournament. We Online tournament. What was man, the, we destroyed. What was the prize pool we had on that tournament? It was like three hundred. It was about three hundred thousand dollars on an online tournament Dude, in Captain's we owned, Draft. We owned so fucking hard. That was so fucking good. What a my life has gone downhill since then. That was the greatest yeah. moment of my we life. We peaked. We peaked. It was just <laughs> like here's the thing, though, right? Not to get into another discussion, but we've had tournaments since then, much bigger budget, just haven't felt the same. Like that was a grassroots tournament. We were literally, my girlfriend was doing production for us. We were casting. That was the entire process. It was three fucking people running a tournament. And we had a, like 276,000 prize pool. That was fucking insane, man. I wish Valve did not get rid of all that stuff. The compendiums for tournaments was amazing. Workshop actually making money for people was amazing. Yep. But now they just make it all in the battle pass for themselves. So it makes me kind of sad. But hey, at least I have good memories. Uh, from back in the day. All right. So we have one more topic to discuss, Cinder, and you wrote this. I just want to let you guys know, this is typically how it goes. So I have an outline. I write out as actually every single day I'm writing something in it usually. If something happens, I before I forget, I go into my little document and I put something down for us to talk about. 
Sindarin has never contributed to this ever. This is not true. <laughs> not true, but it's very rare. But I have written something before. Okay, you've written in one or two 12. things. <laughs> <laughs> and you wrote, uh, wrote one or two things in our 44 episodes, but today you wrote an entire topic, and I'm very excited to discuss this with you because I know nothing. Yeah. So I think, I don't remember earlier in this podcast, I don't remember which episode, but we were talking about what games we were looking forward to this year. Um, hmm. And I think I mentioned three games, and if I didn't, then I forgot one. So the three games I was really looking forward to were Ori and the Will of the Wisps, uh, Super Meat Boy Forever, and Hollow Knight Silk Song. Those three games are my three games of this year that I'm most excited about coming out. Mm-hmm. And Ori and the Will of the Wisps came out. It came out on the, I think it was the 11th of March. PC or huge... console or all? Uh, all, I think. Okay. Um, I think, I mean, I'm playing it on PC. I don't know what consoles it's on. I think it's on the Switch. I think it's... Mm. See, this is when you're supposed to do research, Cinder, on the topic not, that you I'm brought sure. up. I, I'm guessing, like, Continue. this game... It's, yeah, it's <laughs> probably on all the platforms. It's, yeah. Anyway, um, I had really high expectations for this game because the first game, uh, Ori and the Blind Forest, was one of my favorite games of the last decade, honestly. It was a fucking amazing game. The visuals are stunning. The story is really good. Uh, the gameplay is awesome. Like, just a fantastic Metroidvania game. And so far in this game, I haven't finished it. I've played a, a decent chunk of it, but not not even half, I think, yet. Um, mm-hmm. Not because I'm not excited about it, but because I've decided for now to reserve it for streaming. So it's something I do on stream when I don't play oh, Dota. Um, very nice. And it is awesome. This game is fucking good. Um, I don't know if I'm like 20% in or something like that, but I already feel like, man, this game is awesome. And for the ones of you that are stuck at home right now, I don't know if this offer is still there, but as a part of when this Will of the Wisps came out, they made the definitive edition, so the finalized version of the previous game was like $5 on Steam. That is your value buy in gaming of this Mm -hmm. year, hands down. If you don't own this game and haven't played it, take my word for it, you're not going to think that's $5 wasted. It's a fucking incredible game. If it's still on that offer, get it. Five dollars. Wow. Get it. Get I'll it. Buy get that it. right yeah. now. If you haven't played it, Shannon, you need to play this game. It's. I so played fun. the original for ten minutes. I liked it, but I'm just not a guy that's going to play a game all the way through anymore. I'm too old now. I don't know why. Hmm. Can I, I make a I request? Think this though? is the this is the kind of game that it. I feel like it will grow on you when you get Can into make, just a little wait, bit. Do I need to play the original to play this one? Uh, the Will of the Wisps or yeah. the definitive edition. No, no, the Ori. new one is not five dollars. New one is thirty or so, thirty-five. Oh, the it's original the, is five. The original game is five bucks, which okay. I'm saying is an amazing deal. It's okay. really good. Um, so, so yeah, can we can we have a new awesome. segment when you play new games? You give it a once you're done, you give it a full review, and I need sure. a rating system. So you need to I come up with some play, sort of criteria. It doesn't just, need to happen. I don't often. play that many new games. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Like you need to come up with whether it's five stars, ten star, or horse heads, whatever doesn't matter. Right. Just think of it beforehand, and okay. when you're done, I want to, I want to see it, I want to hear it. Okay. Well, that's great to hear. I'm glad you're enjoying your quarantine, awesome Cinderin. <laughs> yeah, uh, fantastic. Love it. More of this, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I believe that ends this episode. So, stay safe, my friends. Uh, appreciate all you guys listening, watching. Uh, our Patreon, like we said, will be out next week. If you have suggestions, please make them in the comments for the YouTube channel, the YouTube video. And yeah, again, nothing behind paywall. We want to make this uh, super easy and good to go. All right. 
Cinder, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate this. Truly, yeah. I do. I love so being much. a guest. Thank you for having me, Shannon. Now, have you fucking watched my movie or not? You piece of garbage. In Bruges. The world is ending. Have you seen I, the movie? I don't respond to this language, sir. Have you seen In Bruges? No. Okay, thanks everybody for watching and listening. Until next time, Suns Fan and Cinder and Sunny. Yeah. Bye. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Yeah.